Greetings. You have entered Lorraine Lou's cave. Deep in the ground, the universal unconscious lies waiting to expose its secrets. The cave has, from the inception of humankind, enticed, mesmerized. It has been protective shelter, spiritual temple, keeper of sacred images, rituals, and lastly, burial chamber. of this podcast is the energy, the will one brings to one's endeavors. Very early in one's social life, kindergarten, first and second grade, especially if one is an only child, it comes to one's attention that more is expected than what prevails at home. There are tough lessons, both in the classroom and in the yard especially the yard, to be learned. You are not beloved by teacher. Billy likes to humiliate you. You become anxious of making mistakes. It is at this time that one starts to develop ways that will hopefully achieve desired results. Personal power is the gauge that one measures in oneself throughout the length of one's life. Ultimately, it will determine the outcome of the last question posed. Let us explore Let and Lose 10 Rules of Personal Power. Rule 1. Personal power is a weapon. It is that which enables a person to achieve their objectives. The words have become ubiquitous and are a favorite offering at weekend retreats that explore how to build one's inner strength. We are not equally endowed with personal power. Some are timid. Others are six feet tall and weigh 200 pounds, a definite boost to one's influence. Personal power is a weapon, and regardless of its size, it can be sharpened like a knife to achieve a meaningful life. Rule 2. Ethics Rule. How to Behave. The knife is sharpened. By behaving ethically at all times with all people. Yes, a heavy price. No lying to oneself, no cheating, stealing from oneself or others. Respect for self and one's physical person. Also treat fellow beings with the same respect unless proven unworthy. One avoids ego emotional entanglements, confrontation, unless absolutely necessary. And then one commits irrevocably to achieving objectives, placing oneself in the hands of a higher power. Rule 3. Setting Priorities Create a set of commandments of what needs to be done and what should never be undertaken to strengthen well-being. They will become the laws governing your action. We are beings on the planet Earth 
which is alive as we are alive, and it is sentient. Develop relationships with all Earth's inhabitants, the animals, birds, trees, vegetation, stone. They speak to us all of our lives, if we care to listen. Learn to stand alone. Cherish being alone. Meditate. Quiet the egotistic mind. Shun culture's siren song, its values, its politics, social media, television. Better that you form your own culture. Rule 4. Personal power and magic. Personal power works in the realm of magic if you set your priorities in order. It will open the appropriate doors no matter how hopeless the situation appears. And after you've parted ways with those who are not on the same path as you, will draw you to the very people who will enlighten and support you. Rule 5. Seek the Authentic. Many years ago, there was a show on the television program 60 Minutes in which one of its crew of crusty middle-aged guys, it might have been Wallace, interviewed a pool shark, someone who traveled from one venue, one pool hall to another, milking the provincials or the big stake players of their money. The man was a character and Wallace wanted to look as cool and with it as his ever-sophisticated interviewee. They talked about money and roots. The guy wearing jeans, boots, a Stetson hat, and a seriously gorgeous babe at his side allowed money was not something he worried about. He saw moneymakers as weak individuals. Money was always at hand when he wanted or needed it. Focusing one's life on it was a character flaw. To the extent one is ruled by money and or security, one's personal power diminishes. His roots were the open road he traveled. Through his eyes one could see that the people one was trained to admire were not so admirable after all. The pool shark was motivated by something other than the prevailing way of being in society. The guy was betting on himself 100%. How could one be a pool shark otherwise? One needs to be stable, focused, and directed to win. Rule 6. Personal power is personal. Remember the college test in which you walked into class, took your seat, and pulled out your pen ready for action? You knew your stuff because you cared about it, found it challenging, something you could sink your teeth into. The thing about personal power is that it's personal. Any power one attains through institutions, individuals, organizations can be easily taken back. The assigned power is temporary and limited by the agency providing it. 
Rule 7, Power Over. Let's take a look at another form of power. Government operates at the level of power over as it rules its citizens. The system is permeated by that philosophy, such that individuals in Congress, the Senate, the State Department, etc., spend years accumulating in the form of collecting incriminating evidence on people who could have at some time or other be of service to them. They keep dossiers on whatever information they are able to gather on their colleagues. A vicious cutthroat world. Power over is a two-way street. While one is collecting evidence on others, so are they. Citizens are also gathering evidence on their corrupt government. Rule 8. Ethics again. One of the functions of personal power is ethics. If one has only oneself and one's path to rely on, being disloyal to oneself, detached, faithless, places one at the mercy of others. This is not about Christianity where the bad guy pays in the end. No, in truth, one's ethics can and do clash with laws, belief systems, morality. Rule 9. Actions and their consequences. Personal power assumes that one is prepared to pay the cost of one's actions. One is prepared to accept what spirit deigns to deliver. And it is not always pleasant. Like the informed college student sitting at her desk facing her blue book, one accepts that professor might not agree with one's responses. One could even fail the course. A wrong turn in the road? No. One needs to examine what occurred in the professor's class. Assuredly, spirit has created this impasse for a reason. What is the message? Rule 10. Purpose. One's life is purposeful. There are no accidents, no failures, no bad luck. There is just the path, or as the pool shark put it, the open road. A person with such a deliberate attitude will never be defeated. It is said that those possessing personal power are lucky. They are not lucky, they are purposeful. Thanks for listening. You're welcome to visit my website, lovingloo.com, where you can leave feedback in the journal page. And you will also find an Amazon link for my book, Manhattan Cirrus. The book is about power and spirituality. Lennon Liu is not a guru with a product to sell or directions to how to attain nirvana. She will not take you to the Himalayas or Machu Picchu to connect with the ancients. That is a journey taken alone. But she will point out some signposts along the way.
How one becomes psychically aware is what she chooses to explore in this memoir. She has specifically selected stories to illustrate, from the sublime to the practical, a spiritual journey introduced in each chapter by an atout, the tarot's major archetypes, from the fool, the first of the atouts, to the last and twenty-second atout, the world, our human journey with its risk and folly unfolds. The development of psychic awareness becomes a hodgepodge of stories about power and the lessons one collects or formulates, about rules, attention, listening to the untold story tapping into other worlds, other ways of being. It's about commitment. There is also an artist here, alive to her new world, seeking inspiration among artists on the Lower East Side, learning the ways and foods of her Chinese neighbors, and falling in love. <laughs> 